0: Welcome to Ask the Latina. I'm your host, Terry Beltran. This program is about the opportunity to ask and learn from a Latina trailblazer with the mission to inspire and motivate Latinas to enter a career where we just do not have enough representation. For more resources, visit our website, askthelatina.com. Welcome to Ask the Latina. My guest today is Gina Yama. I'm really glad to have her because she's a mechanical engineer and we are in desperate need of more Latinos in this field. And it's a great field anyway, so you're going to get to learn all about it. Thank you, Gina, for joining us. Um, Thank you for having me. I was really surprised when you
1: asked me and um, I'm more than happy to be part of your platform.
0: Great. Well, we're happy to have you. Well, let's first start with your heritage, uh, where you were born, growing up, and what um, at what point maybe in high school did you have an interest in going into engineering? Um, Yes, Um, I was
1: born in Belize. It's a small little country in Central America, right next um, to Guatemala, right under Mexico, and in the Caribbean Sea. We are we are part of the Caribbean. Uh, family, so I I would guess it's not really family with like a Hispanic country. However, we are in Central America, and my family are Latinos. Um, what drew me to engineering was I've always need I've always known I wanted to be an engineer. You know, I was a small little girl trying to like go to the well, pull some water out of the well. And I will see these planes fly over me. And I'm like, right, that's exactly what I want to do. At some point in my life, I thought about I want to be a pilot. And then I grew curious about different things like how to fix the bike and something as simple as um, a pulley. How does it work? You know, the pulley system. And these are all part of mechanical systems and engineering. And I think growing up, I had like a science fair that I went to and I did a study in aerodynamics and I actually got second place, which is not first place yet. um, My professor did tell me that my teacher at the time told me that I could have gotten first place if I would have just brought all of the equipment I needed, um, Mm -hmm. which kind of like pushed me more to be part of the STEM world, you know, Mm -hmm. and you know, growing up, I didn't really have anyone to really look up to when it comes to, like, like a mentor or a teacher or someone in my country while I was there. However, I knew that because our school system wasn't so um, advanced to the point where you can get a master's degree and a doctorate degree, you have to go to another country to receive that. I knew that I wanted to do more. I wanted to be an example for young girls. um, not only that, but this is something like close to my heart that you know, like I want to give back in that way to help young girls to know like, you know what that that person looks like me, a brown person of color, you know, like if they can do it, I can do it too.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great, definitely. Yeah, I love how you mentioned the pulley and everything because yeah, that that's always like the interesting thing that the curiosity that led you to it. So tell me about um, how you prepared. I mean, you went, you decided to study it. So where did you go, and how did you prepare for that, or what was that like as well?
1: Well, um, my journey was not so easy. Coming to America, I came to America by the age of. I believe 12 years old Um, and it was not an easy journey for me because I think over the time I grew aware I wasn't aware at the time but maybe after some time where when my parents told me try not to get in trouble don't be doing anything that involves the police or anything like that and I think I started to realize that it became evident that I'm I'm an undocumented immigrant you know there's a lot of um, opportunities that I don't get as a normal american citizen and um i think the first one was wanting me wanting to get a driver's permit to drive just like all the 16, 15 16 year old students in my classes and i couldn't do that you know and although i had the skill doesn't mean i could legally get one so that kind of made me sad and i don't think it um, stopped me from what i really wanted to go and what i wanted to achieve i think um knowing that i'm an i'm an immigrant undocumented immigrant pushed me more like these are obstacles that are really hard but what can i do i think i look at solutions before maybe i ignore some of the problems because i want the problem is still going to be there you know you want to look forward and look for a solution how can i fix this what do i need to work on is it money is it time what is it that needs to be done to get to my to my goal i guess because i'm so goal oriented is what pushed me to persevere through like where i'm at right now um like i said it wasn't an easy journey i I come from a family full of nurses, um, full of nurses. Uh, almost everyone in my family are nurses, and um, and I think it's a great experience to have a skill like that because it can be life-saving. Um, I think because when you come from a third-world country, especially Philippines, um, Mexico, even like Guatemala. You know the first thing that push you is something that can always put food on the table give you money to pay your bills and nursing it's there's we're never going to run out of sick people mm-hmm. um, there's hospital everywhere and there's just shortage of nurses as well yeah. um, so that's the route I, I started when i my my aunt who owns a caregiving company Gave me a job when I was like 15, 16 years old and she trained me. Very grateful for her for doing that. Um, you know, paid me under the table. That's how we made ends meet. And till this day, she has her company and my mom and her help each other out. And I think family is what kind of like drew us together to help one another. However, I, I always known that, Perhaps this is not a job for me to do. It is it did brought me a lot of like um, it, it gave me some type of like, okay, this is this is great. I feel good helping people. However, I knew that like I am here for more. I want more. I, I want to really do something in engineering. Like I've always been curious, I've always been great at science, math. Um, like I knew I had a great potential for something else and I was only doing something that I'm not really passionate about. So it's important for you to like, even if you think you want to be an engineer, really go into the field and really see like, what is the work about? Do I really like it? Do I enjoy it? You know, does it bring me happiness? Do I feel like this is my purpose? Mm-hmm. Um And after I got a taste of what nursing is about, you know, seeing patients die in front of me, draw their last breath. It's not the best environment, at least not for mm-hmm. me. Um, and then once I went into community college, because I started a math degree, which I finished, by the way, and I received one in um, physical science right mm-hmm. before I got my engineering degree. I met great people. One of them, her name was Lorena Fonseca. She was one of the um, MESA STEM counselor. And she just, I struggled a lot in math, like after um, I transferred to community college, because Mm -hmm. I worked so many crazy hours, night shift. Um, So like half of the time, like in class, I was sleepy, tired. Mm -hmm. Um, My brain wasn't like, paying attention to the material. So I had to spend extra time after hours studying and really going to get tutored, Um, you know, and I think my perseverance through these people, like my math professor, when I first started um, community college, and even before that, I knew I was great at it. Um, One of my teachers, her name was Miss Carol Todd. We'll never forget. She told me, you're so great at math. Um, wow, you're gonna be an engineer someday, and that always that always stuck in my head and I feel like when you have great teachers and professors that give you positive feedback on your strengths that really pushes um like a like a young student or a young person to keep pushing forward, you know, and I think having that support in your life really makes a difference,
0: yeah, it does that's great. Um, so you always had that passion that you wanted to go into uh, engineering. So that's good. You followed it. I think definitely. well, you said definitely about nurses. We do definitely need uh, more Latina nurses, but likewise we need more Latinas in engineering and STEM fields as well. So when you uh, finished that, how did you end up where you are? I mean, as you know, you need to have. Did you take internships or how did you prepare? Uh, or once you finished. um, No, I I didn't have
1: the opportunity to do any internships because, like I said, I was struggling with a lot of immigration problems. Um, It wasn't until um, after going through a a life changing decision that uh, and after I got my green card, I um, decided, you know what, my opportunity is not over. I'm still here. I still have energy. I still want to do this. Um, actually worked as a nurse for a while, um, as a nurse assistant with my aunt's company. And then I, you know, I ended up going through like an actual, um, nursing home and getting my, um, skills there. And I feel like because I knew I wanted to be an engineer, I applied for community college. I paid it out of pocket myself. I had, um. My mom helped me as she could, and my dad as well support me financially. Um, At the time, uh, before I got my green card, I had to pay some of the classes out of pocket. And that's okay, because, like, my sole purpose was to finish, go back to school and finish my degree. Um, And then after I got my green card, I decided to go full-time and just, like, go all out, like, I'm going to take all the time to get it done. And I'm really, if it's going to take me 10 years to complete, I will do it. Like if it's the last thing I have to do in my life, I will do it. Um, and then finally I got to the point where uh, I went back to school, transferred, went to university. And then that's when like my benefits for financial aid came in Um which I was really happy that I don't didn't have to work as hard and I can concentrate in school full-time. And I went full-time and I had a goal to finish school within three years, you know, to university for my um, bachelor's in mechanical engineering. Mm-hmm. And I went to every school that I could get into, any any help that I can get. Um, I went to Cal State, Cal State Long Beach, or class I remember a summer, I went to all the community college that can give me credits for those classes that I took in in engineering because there are some classes that a lot of people don't know that you can transfer those credits and they can count for your bachelor's degree and they don't know that. So I did a lot of research with the help of um, Lorena Fonseca and all my other um, counselors. And I was so grateful for them, you know? I'm sorry, what was your question?
0: No, no. I think that's great. What you're saying is you're so true. You're so right about it. I didn't, I forgot about that, too, that you can take credits because I know, um, you know, in, in other podcast interviews, I know that I've heard about having to retake some of the classes it's just, yes. it's at a university. It could be pretty intense, but then going to the community college and retaking it and transferring it um, at a, a less cost. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, it's it's so much more economical as well as the load can be a little lighter in a community college than in a university. So what you're saying, you're right. A lot of us don't realize that. And I think I'm so glad that you brought that up because, and so how many courses and how did you do that? I and mean, How many credits did you need and how many of those did you? Oh, um, I actually have the paper
1: <laughs> in my, in my room. Um, right behind my degree because i made a list of the, the dates that i wanted to complete it and every time i completed one i put a check on it and i put like the date i want or anticipated to graduate um i think i was just really excited of me completing the degree and really feeling like finally i did it and i put in all this hard work and I think that was one of the most challenging things I've ever done in my life. Um mm-hmm. simply because I don't think anything is hard. Like I mean I want to rephrase that. <laughs> I don't think anything is impossible to do, right? As yeah. so long as you put in the work, even if it's tedious. Um you know there's this stereotype they say that Latinos or Latinas, especially women, they're not good at math or they're not good at this, they're not good at, at this and that um maybe but why don't we try you know Mm -hmm. what what are you gonna lose by trying and Mm -hmm. it could be the Mm -hmm. most tedious work for me that's why I pride myself in like okay it can be the most tedious thing for me but I'm gonna attack that first because I know if I can get through that I can get through all the easiest stuff you know everything mm-hmm. else that's not as tedious as that one. So I feel like, especially for math, like young Latinos, how oh, I'm not good at math, I'm not good at science, I'm not good at it. Yeah, well, maybe you're not that great at it, but you may never know if you don't really try, you know? So for mm-hmm. me, I believe it's um, trying to go back to school, concentrating 100% on it. And I, I think after some time, I'm like, okay, it's gonna be hard, but I'm gonna do it anyway. What am I gonna lose, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is something I've really, really wanted since I can remember. Like I always knew I will be an engineer, and you know, I think once you have that mindset, I want this. This is my steps to do it. Set a goal and um, work towards those goals, you know, and just be focused on it. And that's mm-hmm. what I did, and I think that's what helped me um
0: to get there that's great yeah it's a mindset isn't it? It, it you're right about the math thing it's a mindset you know so I remember I had an aunt and, and being in school I was the same thing thinking oh, I was mad. but then once she said mm-hmm. you know if you put in your mindset that it's not that hard it won't be and it's true so after a while it was yeah it looks like you're saying you know you you put your mind to it yeah, um, and your perseverance too. So, it's a great combination. That's good. Did I answer so there, your question? Yeah, yeah I think you yeah, did. Definitely. I, I think I still want to know more about this. But then, so, so you finished that, you got that degree, and I think it's awesome how you set it aside and you have to remember and, and you followed that path. Something to be very yeah. proud of. Definitely. So, so
1: those classes were at least, I believe, uh, 30 credits, 30 units, which you can complete in two to three years. I think um, for me, actually, I completed in two years, I think, because I graduated 2018 from Al Camino, transferred, and then I graduated 2021. So, yeah, That's about cool. two years. Yeah, um, but I I say more because I spent a lot of time before my undergrad really preparing for those classes. And Mm -hmm. I I did take a lot of time to go on assist.org, which is also the website where you can go look at the classes that matches with Mm -hmm. uh, your community college credits um, that can transferred to the university you're going to go to. So it Mm -hmm. includes UCLA, all the UCs, all the like, Cal State Universities even like out-of-state ones, you know? Um, And it matches it with your community college if you're not going to through a traditional four-year college. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of community college is maybe for some people, they think of it as something not that great, but I think if you go through a community college, you will learn a lot of work ethic and you will meet a lot of good people like professors that have worked in the industry and they can redirect you in a more clear path as to what mm-hmm. may, you might want to do in the future because they've worked in the industry and they're retired professors, you know, and they can tell you much more or less what you're going to get into. And they actually make their courses similar to what it looks like in the real world. And I think having taken those classes really prepared me for for my job really because most Mm -hmm. of the work that I've done using tools like CAD Mm -hmm. I learned in community college versus university you do do that but mainly it's just the last year when you have your um, big project to finish and those skills are not really developed unless you come from very like Uh, technical school, like the school I was really lucky to come from, um, Cost State LA, which there, it's a lot, it's full of diversity and everyone helps each other. It's like everyone in my team was a Latino. Um, We had a few Latinas in there. And I think it's really important to have that diversity in like schools, universities, because we know what it is to struggle and go through the struggles and have problems learning certain things. And I think we all learn differently. And I think mm-hmm. we were each other's gr- biggest support system to get through all those classes. And I was mm-hmm. very fortunate to have that. Yeah, which school did you go to? Um, uh, California State University, Los Angeles. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, I imagine there's more Latinos there. So sometimes you yeah. don't hear yeah. so many Latinas in, in engineering or at least when I went to michigan state i was the only one in industrial engineering so yeah i um i, I it's hard when people always say well there you. if you're in california or in texas you probably see more but that's good i think it makes a big difference when you're there with uh others from our same culture going through the journey together so what happened when you graduated how did you prepare for your next step
1: um I was still working in nursing, and I think it was during the COVID, like the whole process during COVID. So I wasn't that fortunate to have that normal university experience as I really hoped for. I did have it for a year, which I'm still grateful for. Um, However, like I said, we all learn differently. Some people work better doing like online, and I learned that I'm better in person. Um, I did struggle through some classes, However, I think because I had a really great support system, we help each other out, and that's really important to have a big study group or people that can help you learn certain things because maybe you might not learn things by reading it. Maybe you learn things from auditory hearing it and seeing someone showing it to you. you know it's mm-hmm. it's really important to learn your learning style yeah. um, but going back to your question um I'm sorry. What was your question again?
0: <laughs> well, You're nursing. At what point did oh, you start working in? in yeah. The so I took some time to,
1: I gave myself a goal. I told myself within three months, I will get a job in engineering. Um, and it was pretty much a part-time job. I went through different um, conferences Uh, I networked, I got to know people in engineering. There is this group, um, conference group. While I was going to university, I attended the year prior SWE. Um, It's the Society of Women Engineers. Mm -hmm. And it's a great insight because attending it in person gave me an idea of like the type of interviews You know, something simple is giving a pitch, pitching yourself for a job. Um, There's a lot of um, workshops that you can attend and you can learn how to give a firm handshake, something that simple, you know, how to dress for an interview, how to speak, um, how to answer questions and just pretty much like practice so that you can be successful at your job interview. And I believe that helped a lot. I also attended um, this conference. It was an online conference and it would pretty much cost me nothing. Gratefully, the owner of this foundation is it a foundation? It's a she she work a lot on social media on Instagram. Her name is Dayana Erecheta and she
0: Oh yeah, um, I know who that you is. You know her? Yeah, Yeah, she She started like the Latina engineer program. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she has
1: a she has like a full week of it called the International Latina Engineering Week. Mm -hmm. And I joined that group. You know, she's one of the people that I really look up to because she brings a group of women together. How amazing is that to have a group of women engineers and not only like mechanical, but different perspective fields. And she she really she really put so much thought into it that she matches you with different different types of people, students and mentors. And I feel like that's that's a great insight. And she has so much um, workshops that she's done um, that also helps you how to negotiate your pay interviews how to fix your linkedin you know and i think that's what really prepared me networking going through those um events online in person um reaching out to someone that you see on on linkedin you know to help you to get an insight of what it is give you feedback you know do practice interviews and and i think going to those things really did help a lot as well as my perseverance. Like I said, it was like a part-time job because I would put in 30 applications a day.
0: A wow. day.
1: I spent hours just doing cover letters. Um, you know, now it's easier because there's that, <laughs> the chat one, the, what is it called? Oh, geez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could like, you could do Absolutely. it faster. Yeah, Yeah, chat, GVT, Um, AI that you can put in there and it's an amazing thing. I know. Right now it's faster and easier. But Mm. at the time I had to like fill out all these applications and really I would put in like at least I think the least I would put in is 10 a day. Um, But I would strive for 30 and I did it for the first month. I got interviews back to back. I did not get an offer because I didn't have the experience. I only have my college um, project to go mm-hmm. with. And I also did other projects. So I, I gained a lot of skills, like I said, in community college. So that kind of put me ahead. And I believe within the second month, I got something right away. And I That's got an great. offer. I got a few offers, actually. But the one offer that I really wanted was with AI affiliated engineers, where I got like pretty much all my experience in the real world. So I think, like I said, if you really want something, go for it and really make a list of steps that you need to do to be able to achieve that. Research, you know, network, get to know people in the field. I think that's what helped me.
0: That's great. Definitely. Um, you have to, you get what you put into it. So, and that's what you did. You put a lot into it. So that was good. And so now what's it like working in the area that you're in? You said AI a little bit, right? Um, yeah. How does that fit together? Well, I love it. I'll tell you that
1: I, I feel like at first, I think the first week, the first two weeks, I felt guilty because I didn't feel like I was doing a lot of work. Mm -hmm. It's just, I'm not so used to using my brain a lot to do work. (laughs) It's more physical. It's more like, you know, labor, walking around um, a hospital. So it it was different, you know, sitting down at a desk and doing something that I really like to do like spent hours designing something felt mm. like nothing to me felt like like fun you know so it's it was it was interesting and i at first it was hard for me because like i said i felt like i was just playing around um it was surreal i would say very surreal in the beginning and i just couldn't believe it and well, now that i really work in the field and I'm like, wow, I'm getting paid to do something I do enjoy and I really like. And to me, it doesn't feel like like crazy amount of works of work. And I, I will tell you there are times that could be frustrating, especially when working with Excel, because you're just staring at a like sheet Excel sheet for all these hours. That's not the fun part, but still surreal to me knowing that. I get paid to do calculations and really use my head you know like this is this is what i've always wanted um however i do i originally i did want it to go into the airspace so right now i'm like okay i got the experience i put in the time i think i'm really going to give it a try because i work in um map which is pretty much in the construction industry Mm -hmm. and I'm really looking forward to transition into aerospace. So
0: I, I do great. enjoy it and I like it. huh? That's great. So you're, yeah. what, what are you working on? To, how are you going to transition? What's your plan for transition? Well, here? right
1: now I've been interviewing with different companies and, um, aerospace I actually have one this Monday. Um, oh. yeah, I, I've been interviewing with different companies, really nice companies that, like, I could see myself having a great future in. Um, However, like I said, I don't have the experience in aerospace. And because I do have experience in engineering and that can count as part of my experience. Now, I feel comfortable to transition into, like, the aerospace industry and really, like, see what it's like being part of that um, which I originally wanted to do in the, to begin with um, because there's different industries you can go to. You can go in industrial. You can go into um, space and defense. You can go into HVAC, which is construction. Um, there's so many types of jobs that you can do in engineering. Um, and it's mainly, that's why it's important to get that experience and even As soon as you become a student, you know, I know it's not ideal to give some of your free time, but if you can do that and gain that experience early on, it's important to have that because that cuts a lot of time, like in the future, after you're done with your degree, not having that experience really can hurt you more than anything.
0: You're so right. It's almost a catch 22. You know, when you come out, they're always looking for, okay, you know, college, what where's the experience and, and yet um, yeah. So what you're saying there as far as even volunteering or job shadowing, all those things are really, if you can't yeah. find the internship, at least do that to where you can get a, some experience because uh, it's out there. People are willing to have you, I'm sure for, you know, a lot of companies could use someone to volunteer or to learn or job shadow. So, and yeah, it gets you yeah. a foot in the door too. I mean, people recognize that. Definitely.
1: You. That's really important. Gets you a foot in the door is everything. You know, someone that gives you that opportunity, you know, they take a chance on you and they train yeah. you. And, you know, I'm very grateful for the place that I work with or, you know, and they, gave me that confidence in myself to you know what i I think mm-hmm. this is not really what I planned for for the long mm-hmm. term, but I know that I got this experience and skill and I can use some of that work ethic once I go into mm-hmm. like the field that I really really want you know and that's exactly I mean,
0: what I'm doing yeah, I think it's great um I mean what would you recommend to I mean you're you're from many other high school students that are probably undocumented, unfortunately, and a lot of them struggle. And I I like how you persevered. Um, It's not easy. I know it. Uh, And I think we have more organizations providing scholarships, um, you know, if you're not documented, because we know education is so important and we don't want that to be hindered. You've gone through it. Is there something you would recommend someone who might be listening to you? So. To, to really understand it, there is a light at the end of the tunnel.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I know it's for someone that's going through it. It might not be the best thing that someone tells them, "Oh, you're gonna be okay," or "Don't worry," or that's not one of the best things that someone wants to hear. Um, yeah. When I was w- when I was in that position you know, there were many nights where I worried about, well, how am I going to get a driver's license? Something simple like that. Or how am I going to get to point A to point B just to like do my job, to do work? You know, what if like, for some reason we get a patient or someone who like actually wants me to, to see my social security number or something that, something a normal person would have, you know, it's really discouraging at first. And I think because I've been through so much struggle in my life that, um, like I said, I look at things in a very positive way, gratefully. Um, I see things, I don't see problems or obstacles as, as or anything that you try as failure. Mm -hmm. I see it as, you know what, If I'm not going to lose anything by asking, if I get a no here, I might get a yes there. You know, I see it as, you know, when one door closes, another bigger, better one opens. And I think that's just been my positivity ever since I've known myself, really. Um, I don't take no for answer. If you tell me no, okay, maybe later, you know. Um, (laughs) Really, there's companies that told me no before, and now they reached out to me by themselves so it's like good so it's like like i said maybe it's a no now but it's a yes later and Mm -hmm. don't be discouraged because there's a lot of people that are going through way worse and um just keep moving forward doesn't matter what situation you're in yeah it might be not be the best day but always look at what can i do What's the best resources for me to achieve this? How can I get through this? You know, and make a list. And the more supporters you have, the more people you have to support you. Like, if you're not great at math, where can I be good at math? How can I get over this hurdle? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have to go through tutoring. What is the best person to teach me? Or how can I, like, achieve this and learn this in a better way, you know? look at all your avenues, resources, schools have them, universities have them, colleges have them, Um, your community has them as well. You know, you might come across someone like me that I want to help someone, or, you know, like, oh, you're not great at this. Oh, I can help you fix your LinkedIn, or, you know, it it could be something Mm -hmm. simple like that. So Mm -hmm. I think looking at your resources, you know it's really important and don't be shy oh I don't want to bother that person no don't don't think of I don't know I can do it myself don't be prideful go for it ask for the help because no one's gonna give you things just to give it to you you have to go out there and get it yourself mm. so yeah that's
0: very wise very good point uh, I love everything you said Gina that's so true so oh, thank you yeah um. Yeah, it's it's so important. And also, you know, one one thing I must say that if you are out there, you know, somebody who can vote. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, a lot of this, I think that will help a lot of the situation. Yeah. Sort of some is if we get the right people in the right seats and we need to make sure we exercise those in the right way with the right people, not the wrong ones. So. I think if more of us Latinos that are the sleeping giants go, go up there and, and do the changes um, they will come and those opportunities will open up to more of our youth that are, um, you know, not having that, but definitely uh, everything you advise is great. So thank you. I appreciate it. And thanks for sharing everything. So I think you've inspired uh, our young Latinas um, and probably Latinos are listening as far as yeah. persevering. And uh, I love mechanical engineering, and I hope that, uh, that we have you back when you're in the aeronautical space engineering, so you can tell us what that's all about, because it's exciting. So, yeah. So thank you. Thanks for being with us. and yeah, thank uh, you for having me. Back. Yeah, okay. Well, we're going to make sure we have Gina back when she's in aeronautical space engineering, because it's in aerospace, yeah, or oh, aerospace. Yeah. <laughs> when you get into aerospace engineering, we'll have I you back. Give so. you an update. Yeah, I'm definitely. Most likely. All right. We'll be in
1: touch. Thank you. Thank you for
0: having me. Well, this concludes our episode with Asa Latina. I hope you join us in the next one. Thank you for being with us.